0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Come to you from underneath a peach blossom. It's time for an episode of Be awesome, find positivity throughout your life and work, just like our mascot rooster, See the Jerk.
1: Hello, Be Awesome listeners. We are on episode 38 of the Be Awesome podcast. I'm Joshua Peach, and I am super excited to be in some of my old stomping grounds at the Willwork Teamwork Galactic Headquarters in Easton, Massachusetts. Uh, A little bit about me and my old life, uh, I grew up uh, probably about 17, 18 years old, working as a laborer uh, for trade shows for teamwork and will work, I would go in and we'd set up uh, booths, trade show booths and do uh, general contracting, rolling carpet and putting up walls and doing all sorts of interesting tasks, handyman tasks if you will, because I'm not licensed to do anything and I've got uh, very minimal uh, handy skills. Uh, But I did that for many years, and in the course of my time here, uh, I also had my spring water delivery business, so I got to know everybody. And uh, one guy that I got to know uh, really well over the years, and uh, his name is Kurt DeRosa. He's our guest here today. Really excited to share some of his story and uh, some of what he's been doing lately, um, because he has actually invented something uh, that can truly impact and make a better uh, opportunity for today's workforce to be safe. So, Kurt, first and foremost, welcome to the Be Awesome podcast. This is your first podcast, right?
0: My first podcast, mm. and uh, thanks for having me. I'm okay. excited.
1: So, so, Kurt, you've been in this industry for...
0: Going on 25 years.
1: 25 years. And we were just talking before, and your dad uh, was in... He worked on sheet... Was it metal?
0: Yeah, he was a steel fabricator, but um, you know, I come from a a family of tradesmen. Yeah, Portuguese, Portuguese, Portuguese
1: guys. I'm the only one that's not skilled and in uh, handy with uh, with just about anything. So, so you've got all this. You've got a lineage of of history of of people that use their hands, use tools, and uh, you've been using your tools. And 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 truth be told, in all the years, you're probably one of the safest guys on the floor when I was growing up to when I stopped when I was about 29, I think was the last show I did uh, at the Heinz Convention Center. But I always saw that you were you were the guy that had the safety glasses, you had your gloves, you were always kind of conscientious about being safe with the work you do.
0: Yeah, and that goes back to I think my father was not the safest guy, so I my mom was always, well, you know what happened to your father? You know, <laughs> wear your glasses, put your helmet on, so... Yeah. Um, that's how I was able to uh, bring those values along with me. Yeah,
1: it's always kind of funny. You listen and you look at, like, and my dad, I, I, and my dad was probably a lot the same way with things where uh, he just did stuff, and he was just a tough guy, and was like, oh, yeah, it's okay, I'll cut my finger, I'll do this, and, right. you know, instead of, you know, preventing it altogether. So your dad hurt his eye a couple of times.
0: Yep, he, um, you know, a lot of grinding and welding and not wearing the proper eyewear. He'd end up in the, uh, in the ER, and they'd be picking a, a steel shot out of his eye, and he'd have the eye patch for two days. And, you know, so I got to kind of yeah. witness that as a young man.
1: So I'm going to back up a little bit. So about a, two months ago, back story on this, about two months ago, Kurt decided to get on social media, right? You're not a big social media guy. At all. You're on, you're on LinkedIn now. And uh, you made a couple of posts. And one of the posts had a video and a link and it said that you've got this patent that you own it and you want to get it out you want to get some you want to get a relationship with someone that can uh, that can bring this out mass produce it to the world right yep. um so this to give an, a back like to understand what it is you've developed and patented a smart safety glass that can be used so the power tools will only activate if the person is wearing the glasses before we get into this, I want everyone to understand. There's 800,000 eye injuries a year in the workforce for for skilled laborers, but they're they're doing work. 800,000 eye injuries. That's not, and that's I mean, just reported injuries. Yeah, that's reported injuries. Those are people going to the hospital. That's part of the 300 million dollars that insurance companies are getting claims against for eye injuries every year. Your glasses could potentially not save one eye injury but countless eye injuries correct so tell me a little bit about the glasses what do they do how do they work but start with where this where did where did this idea come from not your you know partly maybe your dad but where was that where was that aha moment
0: yeah so you know being in the trades and being around saws and equipment um you know you got to witness a guy or two or something happening and someone's getting something in their eye and I'm walking across the show floor one day and, you know, our industry isn't really measured by OSHA at all. And it's a little bit of the, the Wild West where, you know, as we're not running tools all day long, we're typically just making a, a quick cut or doing this or that. And it's, it's very common to see one operating a tool without their safety glasses. Um, but I saw one of our top guys and actually my younger brother who works for us, uh, cutting a stage down at night for the next morning um, to um, a presenter wanted it shortened, and then they're cutting through screws and wood, and there's sparks flying and sawdust, and um, they got their eyes closed actually doing it. One guy's holding the piece, one guy's cutting. You know, so I go over and I interrupt it, and, like, you guys got to find glasses, you can't be doing this, and then you know, I'm walking down the aisle after and I'm like, you know, it's, it's so barbaric that in this day and age, a power tool shouldn't even be able to operate without your safety glasses on. And, you know, my, I have an uncle who's in the plumbing union and, you know, they're drilling a lot of holes and in, in concrete. And there's these new vape packs that go on the the hammer drills that mm-hmm. vacuum up like 96% of the dust so they're not breathing it in. And you can see measures um, coming in place for other tools. And I feel like, you know, the safety glasses is just kind of the the next yeah. natural progression, if you will. And, um, you know, we're ex- it, working on it for about a year with, you know, patent lawyers and this and that. And um, we finally got the patent side Kind of solid, and um, I'm kind of at the point where I've done as kind of as much as I can do. Now I need to partner, with you know somebody in, in some manner from for manufacturing. So mm-hmm. that's when uh, I kind of got on LinkedIn and put it out there and started conversations with you.
1: Yeah, well, I, and I think that this is a. I mean, if I could manufacture, if I could mass manufacture safety glasses, this is a, this is a no brainer for anybody. To, to come on board because there's nothing out there right because you have the patent uh, we'll talk about kind of going through that patent uh, experience as I share about my trademark experience but uh, you know you look at this stuff and like you say like when I the reason why I got interested and why I just like I think it was like three minutes like you made your post and I'm like oh my god Kurt's on social media because I hadn't talked to you in probably ten years um, and then you had the post and it was like, that just caused me to to look into it. And I'm like, wow, this makes complete sense for any tool USA that can uh, shoot a, a wood shaving, a metal shard, um, cause any sort of um, potential harm uh, to someone by by preventing them from being stupid. Because accidents don't happen by people being smart. They don't happen by people following the rules. Like. You guys here, you know, you have all these safety classes and all this stuff to encourage people, but it's like anything. When you start to get comfortable, you make 100 cuts and nothing happens. Well, the 101st cut, I don't need to put my glasses on or I don't need to put my gloves on or I don't need to wear a helmet or whatever. And that's when something happens, right? Stuff doesn't happen when you're typically doing the right things.
0: Yeah, and it's, you know, it's always the one more cut that gets you. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm um, typically good about wearing my safety glasses and, you know, one day they were just, you know, I set them down to answer the phone and whatnot, and I'm making another cut, and I got a little chunk of wood hits yep. me off the cheek. And yep. I was like, well, that could have been bad. Yeah. You know, but it was just a simple, careless, and um, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, I can tell you, I had, uh, we, 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 I think a lot of us take advantage of things that we have, and we don't think about what it's like when it's gone and uh i actually got diagnosed with uh episcleritis in my eyes which is uh, i don't even know what the hell it is i can only tell you you can't see like it literally whatever happened to me uh caused partial blindness for a period of time um and it was it was scary like it was scary to think about like i'm not going to be able to see anything again like if that if that were to happen and we take we take this stuff for granted and i think that what you've put out there today there's never been so i was at uh old friend mike haynes had uh, governor charlie baker at his uh, at his at his shop last year and he's in the big in the construction business and he was down there governor baker was down there basically sharing that there's never been a higher need for skilled labor contractors car, or carpenters mm-hmm. electricians plumbers uh you know, anybody that's got a skill, car, any, any sort of carpentry skill, basically, building skills, all that require power tools. There's never been a larger need and more jobs open in the in Massachusetts and in the United States than right now. And there's never been such a low amount of people to choose from, a pool of people to choose from. There's just people aren't in skilled labor business. So if you could take 800,000 people out of the injury equation, the impact you would have on that alone would be amazing, right? So if you, let's say you did, let's say you saved 800 lives. That's 800 jobs that wouldn't need to be filled, that would be filled, that people would be outdoing their jobs. And America can continue growing and doing all the things that they do. What that impact on that person's job is, uh, is huge. It's abs- I mean, it's, it's massive. Um, so, you know, you've, you've had this for a year. So tell, first of all, I, I'm fascinated by the patent. Like, how hard was that? Like, how much work was did you have to go through? And it sounds like you did it in, like, record time.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I got educated a bit on the whole, you know, patent experience, and um, there's something called a track one request, which is basically, um, you know, putting a rush on your patent applications. You yep. know, you, you pay a premium for that, but mm-hmm. um, it typically can cut the time window in half. So you know kind of step one you start off with a novelty search with hey these are my claims and this is what i would like to patent Mm -hmm. and the novelty search does a, a global search on any other you know infringements that could potentially um be a problem and um that came back pretty clean with what we were trying to do and that gave us the confidence to go ahead and spend the money on um on the on the the um the track one and, and going for the patent. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I kind of, if I, if I made a mistake, I I tried to claim it all the first time, you know, it was, um, (laughs) total global domination. Yeah. We were trying to get the, the gas powered tools, the battery powered tools, the electric tools, all in the same, Mm -hmm. but it it created an atmosphere where, you know, the kids four wheels, when they ride around, they have kill switches on where if Mm -hmm. they fall off it, it yeah. kills the um, it kills the engine, and it started picking up some other claims like that that we had to reword around. So mm-hmm. we kind of narrowed things down the second time. But yeah, at this point, um, patent solidified and looking to um, hit the marketplace. And
1: so, not to interrupt, but so the patent itself is for a pair of glasses. So, what is that? Describe. I've seen it. I've seen the video. But what is that patent comprised of?
0: So you have your safety glasses that pair, that pair with a module. And the module is a, a mechanic fasten that goes uh, on the end of a power cord. So instead of plugging your power tool into the wall or into the extension cord, um, it's going to plug into my module first. Mm-hmm. And it has two hinged... Um, like wings that are going to collapse around the cord, and when I say mechanical fasten, we just the concept is, um, you know, it's going to have a little nut and bolt type screw fasten, so it's not easy for one. Mm-hmm. It's easier for you to put on your glass glasses than take. If you can't find them, then mm-hmm. take the module off, and then um, it pairs with the glasses. And if the glasses are not on, the power tool does not get. Um, power it's as simple as that so it'd
1: be like pairing my we were talking about the the airpods so we'd be like pairing my airpods to my phone only it's pairing the the glasses to the cord or to the power unit for the tool
0: that's correct
1: and then it'll only turn on if those glasses are on someone's head and there's a couple of different options that you can play with as far as the, how that detects a person's wearing the glasses
0: that's correct we have a couple different applications claimed in the patent um mm-hmm. to make sure we have it
1: all make done. it as close to foolproof as possible i mean if you're trying to figure out how to dummy the system for a pair of safety glasses then you're probably pretty dumb <laughs> right you know i mean it's it's like it just it makes good common sense so um so this is really cool because i could just see so many different ways of using it like i could see these things getting plugged into regional vogue tech schools and all the power tools i mean they've got countless saws and Power pieces of power equipment out in the workforce. You mentioned OSHA. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy and maybe I'm just looking at this thing going, um, this should be a nationwide standard. But this, like you say, everyone should be having a requirement so it's not barbaric, so it's not the Wild West, so that there are, you know, we put all these rules and regulations in place, uh, but people don't typically follow them. I see in the um, manufacturing industry, I've been in a lot of manufacturing facilities over the last year and uh i see that that's probably the only place that's like hands down the most stringent like you walk in that place you got your earplugs in you've got your helmet on you've got your glasses on they've got a a a vending machine that pops out like if you need any of that stuff pops it right out
0: no and that's and that's just it i feel like the the next steps and the possibilities are endless um once i actually have a um, a working product with manufacturing behind it into yeah. the into the work into the workplace. Yeah, the demo's fun. I, I mean I
1: loved I I, I loved playing with the, the demo with the was it the Dremel uh drill. Um yeah. we gotta make a little bit of a better vi- we got to make a better, better video for you on that one. But it's I mean it, it makes the case. It's put the glasses on, hit the power button, it fires up. No, Take no. the glasses off, shuts off. It's that simple.
0: Yep, we have a working, you know, prototype for proof of concept, and, um, yeah, we're happy with the way everything's been progressing this far. Yeah,
1: so, you know, um, I'm just trying to think, like, you know, how, how, how long did you, like, when you thought about this, this is just a curious question I have, like, I, I I don't have, I, I, I own be awesome. That's like the closest thing that I'll come to inventing or creating something. But this is a true unique invention. Like when you sat down and you started like thinking about this, your brother, you know, looking at your brother with his eyes closed, doing all that stuff, walking down that hall, thinking how this doesn't make any sense. Like, did you draw, like, did you say on oh, a perfect world, this is what I'd love for this? Like what, what was the thought process behind all of,
0: yeah. So that, you know, our, you know, core business is trade shows and corporate events. And um, our owner and leader here is uh, is quite the entrepreneur and has a lot of ideas. So we're always bouncing stuff back and forth. So that night I called him up and I was like, hey, what do you think of this? And he was like, well, it, if somebody, if it's not already, I think it's amazing, right. but how do we know it's not out there? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we have in-house counsel here um, at work and... We tasked him with you know, finding us the right patent lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know he did so. So we went into I had uh, had our design te- team here draw up some, some images for us and you know the thought of how it could work. and we set up a meeting, went in, we chatt- chatted with him and he was actually an electrical engineer by trade before he became a patent lawyer and mm-hmm. um, he kind of fell in love with it also. Um, and added some ideas and features to it so um, and he was very informative um, along the way and so that's kind of the initial thoughts and first steps.
1: Curious question the the device itself it could probably fit on any safety glass, right?
0: Yeah, so that's that's what we're thinking right now is the device itself you know it could come with a pair of safety glasses or it could clip on to.
1: So people You're could right. buy the clip, they could buy the clip on piece. They could buy the plug attachment, hit the plug, hit the node. And, and they're off and running on any, so that's what I was, I was just kind of running through my head and we hadn't even talked about this. It's just kind of like, yeah, it'd be great if, you know, the, the, the yellow company or the red company or the orange company, or one of those companies that are the big players out there partnered with you or bought this thing. Um, but what about the others? Like that, you know, I don't want to say it monopolizes the market, but wouldn't it be great if every every person, regardless of the glasses that they wore, was able to take advantage of have it as an add on or have it as something? And those companies, those whatever color company could own it, but they could make it so that it fits on.
0: Yeah, see, you have a nice global thought to it. My yep. thought was, well, I don't want my glasses to get scratched yep. and now, you know, not be able to, to put the module yep. on a new on yep. a new pair. Yeah. So, yes, absolutely.
1: Yes, yeah, so as I was just, you know, I'm just as we're playing through this and we're talking about, you know, you had the design team and I've seen the the, the, uh, the concept glasses and I've seen, the you know, the, the prototype glasses, but I'm just sitting here saying, you know, what happens? Like you say, your glasses get scratched. Like, I mean, people throw their glasses away, um, you know, I have a pair of moderately, uh, priced, I think glasses. I, uh, I want to say they were about 25 bucks, uh, but I'm not using power tools. I'm walking through manufacturing facilities, but guys that are in the trenches every day hitting the saws and doing all that stuff, they gotta, they gotta go through these glasses pretty quick. So they're probably low price point, good quality, you know, don't want to have it. They could just pop off that piece and put it on the next one. Is that kind of what you envision?
0: That is my vision. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: Cool cool because I, I i just popped in my head we've talked 10 times about this stuff i'm sitting yeah. here as we're talking because your your um design glass i will show i'll show a picture of on social media it looks like it's it's attached to the to the glasses so the the, the concept is anybody any glasses they'll be able to wear this
0: yep mechanical fastened to the glasses two screws
1: um what else about the patent is there? Uh, anything else that that you guys have on this, or is there? It, can you use can you use it for battery powered? Do you do you own that, or do you? Yep.
0: So once we tried to claim it all, if you will, and um, we were getting some resistance because you know they give you reports back that you know such and such a company has the same thing for the ATVs, mm-hmm. but it was like, well, what about? the electrical or the battery approach, they're kicking the whole thing back because of this one. Yeah. So we are like, you know what, why don't we be more strategic and go for it and kind of individual legs, if you will. Mm-hmm. So we went just um, electrical mm-hmm. first because we felt like that was the, the core or the biggest, mm-hmm. um, uh, most important leg, and we got that approved. And just a matter of, I think, three weeks ago, um, the battery application got approved. So um, my kind of thought or concept there is, you know, you can buy the glasses and a new new battery packs for your mm-hmm. current tools. Because the whole thing is the whole world doesn't want to go out and buy new power tools. Right. We're just trying to add the safety feature. Mm-hmm. So right now you can buy, um, you know, the module that just a- adapts to your current power tools and then the next thing is building into the battery packs and we have the um the battery packs um that just got solidified so
1: congratulations okay. so you get so you've got the market cornered on safety tool glasses smart safety glasses uh and power sources whether it be electric or or battery powered That's great. um if people are using gas powered power tools they are probably wearing more than glasses cuz those are even more heavy duty. Uh like you're talking about the the cement cutting and the the concrete guys. Those are those are those are pretty serious tools. Uh yeah, and we, you know, we
0: we we um we have it out there We're trying to put interrupters in the spark plug wires, so we'll see where where that goes, but at this point I'm I'm comfortable because everything I I really wanted with the power tools yeah. um is um is covered right now.
1: So this whole thing what's fascinated me and what's got me excited and what wants what what has me bought into helping in whatever way that I can to get this out for you to, to do the podcast and, and all this stuff the thing that had me bought was your passion it was like there's a purpose for what you're doing and it's not necessarily you know to become rich and famous it's not to own the the you know, the, the world of protective glasses it's to provide a product a solution that could help you brother that could help the guys in the aisles that could help people that um are real comfortable with the way that they cut things and wouldn't use the glasses and fort now forces them to it was kind of that that feeling like this gives you some form of fulfillment of making a difference am i am i close on that is that
0: yeah i mean it's if you ask yourself or the guy next to you you what's the most important thing in life it's being healthy Mm -hmm. you know the eyesight you could argue is the next thing behind that I mean uh, you mentioned you had your scare with vision and um, you know you could argue that your eyesight is one of the most valuable things you Mm -hmm. have in life and something as simple as you know a young man not putting his safety glasses on because he's trying to rush and do a good job one day for that to be taken away from them mm-hmm. um, so yeah we'd love to uh, to really see things go to the next level and um, you know yeah. see some young men and women uh, save their eyes yeah I
1: think you, I think you would get a lot of thank you cards from people that are wearing the glasses that wouldn't wear them otherwise you know thanks a spark hit or a piece of metal hit that hit the glasses and I I would otherwise I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been wearing them, and I might not have had my eyesight. I mean, that's again, we we take this whole thing for granted. I almost died. I don't know if I told you this, um, but uh, I almost died on March uh, March 13, March thirteenth, two thousand and seventeen. Prime rib sandwich of all things. Um, almost choked to death, and, and got a and got a second chance. Right, uh, a couple broken ribs, uh, a little bit of embarrassment, and I and I got another chance at life, which is great. Like you say, your health is one thing, your eyesight's probably second. The thing with your eyesight is is you don't get that back like you right. you 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 lose it it 's not like they can go oh let 's give you a new eye i don't think that they do that yet um, i'm sure medical people are are trying to figure that out, but once it 's gone it 's gone there's no there's no recovery from it and I think that a lot of people don't get that until it 's too late till the actions already happened so to prevent that it's it's huge so um So where can people find you? So you're on social media, on uh, LinkedIn only. It's uh, Kurt DeRosa, C-U-R-T-D-A, capital R-O-S-A.
0: Yeah, like I had um, mentioned to you earlier, I'm a really, really bad social media guy. (laughs) Um, But uh, we're going to work on uh, changing that and make ourselves accessible and do whatever it takes to... uh, Hopefully, take things to the next level.
1: Yeah, and if anybody, uh, if anybody out there has got this forty-one uh, latest count, I think there's about forty-one. Correct me if I'm wrong. Forty-one major manufacturers of, of safety glasses. There's a couple of companies out there that are toying with uh, with smart smart glasses for for the mobile workforce. Uh, anybody out there that uh, that has a contact, has an interest, has somebody that might be wanting to. Uh, to talk to you about you know exploring how to work with you with this patent uh, and get it out to the to the world. We can check you on LinkedIn. Is there an email that they can get you at? Is there uh, what's what are uh, any ways any ways to track down Kurt D? Uh
0: Kurt D three nine ten at Gmail. Um, okay, It's probably the probably the easiest.
1: Kurt D three nine one zero at gmail.com. That's your email. That's it. All right. So don't send spam. Don't send vi- send viruses. Uh, if you're interested, connect with them on social media. We're going to get them more involved and out there uh, with that. I think that this is phenomenal. I, I foresee uh, something amazing that's going to happen. That's that's not it's 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 not going to do anything other than make an incredible impact and difference in people's lives and how they work. I, I see that. I see it a hundred percent. I see that it, this is going to save people a lot of pain. It's going to save insurance money. Uh, insurance companies a lot of claims and uh, I think that this is as we look at things and I you know I gave the example of the airpods to your phone if we look back in the last 10 15 years of things that we use today that we never would have used 15 years ago I mean think about that 15 years ago people still had CD players right mm-hmm. um, people it's just it's just crazy like how technology is evolving uh, Alexa, uh, this morning actually was flashing green and I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I went and tapped the button and she told me that it was time to order chance more diapers. And he had like four left. Like, it's, amazing. it's like amazing yeah. how technology is able to make a difference in our lives. This is a real, this is a, I think this is a real impact maker, uh, for skilled, our skilled workforce, which we need. I mean, we need, we, we are in such a rush. I talk about, um, I talk about our hundred and sixty eight hours. We got a hundred everybody's got the same hundred and sixty eight hours in a week. And if if we don't plan it, which most of us don't, uh, you're a pretty organized guy and you know, you, you've got all your hours in order, but most people don't have it. And what that does is it causes a rush mindset. It causes this thing where we're always behind. We've got to play catch up. And that's when we start to make bad decisions that don't make the most logical sense. It just makes the most sense to get to the next thing or whatever that is. This, this is a game changer. This is going to make a difference. If I, you know,
0: you look back at myself or if anyone looks, anytime they ever got hurt, it was probably because they were rushing. Yeah. What did you do? You forgot to put your safety glasses on. You tripped over something. You did yep. something in the manner, and to have another measure in place to help us slow things down. I think, um,
1: yeah, safety glasses slash meditation moments. I think that that could be <laughs> the next thing. Well, listen, I really appreciate you giving me the time. I love taking a walk down memory lane, going down to the warehouse. Um, I'm really expecting to see some real great things for you. Um, and, and thank you for creating this. This is, uh, so many people today think that everything's been thought of, and this is something that says, no, there's been something thought of but we can build off of that and we can make it better and you went through that whole process not a guy you're not an inventor you're not you know you're not the mad scientist you you saw a problem you thought of an, a way to fix it and you went out and did all the work uh to to figure out did somebody think of it yet no they didn't and now you've got it and it's and it's yours and it's your baby and uh i think that it's going to be fantastic so um thanks again i i Look forward to coming back out here I see the construction going on. It's great uh, great to watch this company grow since when I was about 15 years old when it started to today. is amazing. So keep doing what you're doing with your day job uh, and making a difference with the trade shows. And uh, we'll talk again, I'm sure, here not too far from now. So, um,
0: Thank you, Josh. Thank you for all the support and uh, appreciate it.
1: All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Be Awesome. Uh, As always, every episode I close out, you can reach me, Josh at beawesome, J-O-S-H at B-E-A-U-S-M dot com. Uh, I'm on social media, beawesome on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. I think Twitter's beawesome1, but you can see it's a picture of uh, myself uh, that you'll be able to recognize Um, And if you do a rating and review, those are always huge. Those help me uh, get up the charts. Chasing Joe Rogan, who's got about 30 million listeners and I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of reviews. But anytime you do a rating and review on iTunes, uh, if you listen in iTunes, which over 80% of you are, um, drop me a note. I will send you a t-shirt and uh, free of charge. I'll even pay shipping. I think that you taking your time to hit those stars and and, uh, write something down. Uh, I value your time and appreciate it, and I think you should get a T-shirt for it. And uh, we're doing some great things. As a last update, we just went down to uh, the uh, Zach Brown Band's Camp Southern Ground fundraiser, Night of Candles in Georgia last week. Really excited. That is a phenomenal, uh, a phenomenal group. They raised over a million dollars in one night. And uh, $3 of every shirt we sell uh, on our website, in person or anywhere, uh, $3 of every shirt is going to support Camp Southern Ground which really makes a difference in providing free and reduced camp summer camp for kids with special needs, diverse abilities. Uh, socioeconomic, that big strong one for me which is helping some of those three million homeless and foster kids have a place to go after school gets out uh, as well as veterans families when they' uh, when they're coming home and our veterans are coming home giving them a week. Uh, with their family, all expenses paid on that camp. So we're really excited. We're hoping to close out the year, give them a couple thousand dollars at least as a starting point. And uh, I'm really, after this trip, I am uh, encouraged and hopeful that we'll be able to continue that relationship and and have a lot more money to give to them. And uh, I think that's about it. we got a lot of exciting things coming down the pike. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. And remember, in order to be awesome, you got to do awesome. Have a great day.